So tell the people a little bit of first what you do and kind of like just give the introduction to yourself. Okay. So yeah. I actually life coach. Um, it's called Beautiful Mind Life Coaching. Um, I also have my CBD business, which comes with my CBD pain bombs on natural. I make everything myself. Uh, I have my edibles that I do that mm. are also infused. Mm. And I actually coach women's basketball as well. You coach women's basketball? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, who are you coaching now? I'm actually <laughs> the... <laughs> Don't make me change my face. No, I'm actually the assistant coach at L.A. Southwest College. Shout out to all the ballers at L.A. Southwest College right now. <laughs> all the ballers, okay? All right. So go ahead. This is like your platform to kind of tell your story and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and let you do your thing. Um, for me, it actually started about, I'd say, 2008. My okay. mom started to get really sick with uh, mental dis-ease. And How old was your mom about that time? She was actually in her 40s. Okay, okay. So for her, it had been like six months of like just traumatic events that took place. Right. And the last two things was losing my grandmother. Mm. And she was at the onset of menopause, so she was losing her sleep. Mm. So, um, and then and just watching that, I watched my mom go through 14 days with just eight hours of sleep. 14 days with eight hours of sleep? Yeah. Wow. So that's not even an hour a day. I would no. probably say that's like, I'm trying to do the quick math, like 30 some minutes a day or something like that. If that, there were some times wow. where she didn't sleep for like three days straight. And, even, and, so, and then, too, people have to understand there's a difference between REM sleep and sleep. And although in my mind, I'm like, Mom, I just watched you take a nap or I just she's like, no, Devin, I didn't get any REM sleep. Like. She's not she's and, you know, you know how the body can be through lack of sleep. So imagine that of 14 days and just seeing my like mom. A zombie. Exactly. Exactly. And right. that's and that's exactly how it was. So for me, after having an experience where I actually watched my mom not be in her physical shell, mm -hmm. and that was like my realization moment of, okay, I need to educate myself more so that I can help my mom because I'm her sole caregiver. And how, how and, old were you at that point? Let's see, 2000, 
You trying to make me tell my I'm trying, Yeah, give it up. Give it yeah. up. <laughs> well, that was about last day, like eleven years ago. So thirty-one, because I'm forty-two now. Okay, okay. So it was like. Wait a minute, I, hold up. Shout out to all the people born in '77. We gotta yeah. get out. Of it. All right. If you wasn't born in '77, don't do so much stuff. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and to watch her go through. Um, trying to get meds for her sleep as she's going through menopause and she's going through all these different meds. And, you know, what they don't tell you is a lot of the meds that they give for sleep are antipsychotic meds. Mm. So, and on top of that, unlike a pain medicine that they say, you know, take it in within 45 minutes to an hour, you should feel the pain subside. It's not like that with a lot of those, with a lot of the antipsychotic meds, they can take between 14 to 21 to 30 days for you to actually feel a difference so imagine someone who hasn't slept for 14 days you know five days is increasing and then you're you're thinking that you're going to get a remedy right because over the counter is not working natural you know you're just you just everything is is an imbalance and then you you're not under the under under the realization that there's going to be another 14 to 21 days before these meds actually kick in for you, for you to sleep. Mm. You know, so you're constantly going back and they're taking her off and put her on, putting her on different meds. And with a lot of those meds, you can't do that. You mm. have to actually titrate, titrate someone off and lower the dosage week by week. Then you can pull them away. So I watched my mom get affected by a lot of side effects. So now you have to take another med because of the side effect that the first med created. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Doc, you know what? The doctor will actually, I've had doctors actually tell me that. You know, I oh, tell yeah. them about a side effect. Oh, well, if that side effect happens, we got something for that. And then oh, we yeah. got something for that. Oh, so like you didn't have anxiety before? My right. mom didn't have anxiety. she take these pills. They gave her anxiety. They caused the racing chest. They caused suicidal thoughts. They can increase insomnia, confusion. So now I need to give you a med for the anxiety. So now I need to, you get what I'm saying? So the only way I could help my mom was educate myself. So I jumped into pharmacy tech school. Mm-hmm. And then when I got done with that, because by this point, I'm already out of undergrad. I have my BA, but, you know, I'm taking care of my mom. So I'm like, how can I help my mom? So I jumped into mm-hmm. the master's program because I realized that mental health and understanding that was so far more important than just the med side. Because the meds, as we all know, is just, putting a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound, right? Exactly. It's Temporary management right. is usually going to, at some point, if it's not destroying your mind more than what is already taking place, it's destroying some part of your body. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got into more natural ways because my granddad also had MS. So I was already into the field of knowing what medical marijuana could do for cancer okay. patients, MS, you know, easing the pain, being able to help them acquire an appetite because a lot of these meds that they put you on take an appetite away from you. Mm. They suppress your appetite. You know, you don't feel good because you're nauseous. You know what I'm saying? So it comes with a lot of a lot of adverse effects that make us even worse sometimes. Mm-hmm. So just getting into that in full circle, you know, my mom was hospitalized over 50 plus times. Wow. I can say about a hundred times if you count from 2008, which was her first initial, uh, we had to place her on a 72-hour hold. And then from there, I can say 
almost probably a, <clears throat> 75 to 100 times in different spans, whether it was right. 72 hour hold, five days, seven days, 30 days, 70 days. Wow. You know, and you just really. So, so uh, uh, describe, I mean, describe to us like, <clears throat> I mean, the, the, the wear and tear that kind of took on you, not even physically, but mentally. So it's a lot. Right. Um, I tell a lot of people that I initially got into the master's program to get a better understanding of how I could help my mom. And it ended up saving my life because it taught me about self-care, which is extremely important. And every chance I got to write a paper or to write something, I picked because my mom was diagnosed bipolar with schizoaffective features. So I did every paper. I looked up every like, say, say that again. I don't think the people heard Bipolar with schizoaffective features. Okay. Um, and it just gave me a chance to just research the different levels of bipolar, how I could recognize it. Um, being able to talk to her doctors in a way and use certain medical um, terminology where we both had an understanding and I could understand what he was saying and he could understand what I was saying because in the beginning, initially they had misdiagnosed my mom with major depressive disorder because a lot of people don't understand that manic episodes look very goal oriented. Mm -hmm. So a person can get a lot accomplished in a manic episode and it will look very normalized if you just saw this person in a very depressed back to what you think is functioning because now they're getting up they're doing small tasks they're you know making a, making a little a bit of progress to be, right. yeah to be progressing right. but then what i have to learn is with bipolar disorder in most disorders you have to meet a certain number of criteria one of the criteria for bipolar disorder is they have to have a manic episode for 12 days so the average person, if you see somebody, you're not going to really count. But once I understood what I had to look for wow. when my mom would go into the hospital because maybe she wasn't sleeping and we had to regulate her meds because she wasn't taking her meds, which is another issue. Um, she would come home. She would be regular. And so we, I would think, and I would start counting the days. And then sure enough, day 12, after being this high, she crashed right back down to that immediate low. Mm. So I was able to, my, and my mom was extremely high functioning because she's very intelligent, very verbal, she can talk. So a lot of the doctors did not understand. And because she had been diagnosed, and because most people who are diagnosed with bipolar have an early onset in their 20s, usually mid to late 20s, early 30s, it was very abnormal for my mom to have an onset in her mid to late 40s. 40s right. So she sat on a panel with 20 doctors at USC. Mm. And, you know, I sat with them, but just to really talk, because when she was in the hospital, she was running the groups. She was able to sit in her own one-on-one and verbalize everything and just, but it was just, it was to the, to the extent that when you talk to her, it makes, it makes sense. You get what I'm saying? The, the, right. the general, the gist of what she's saying makes perfect sense, but it's just a little bit to the left or it becomes mm -hmm. obsessive. Because the one thing about manic episodes is they can be, become very fixated on something. You know, whether they become hypersexual, uh, hyper-religious, mm. hyper-aggressive. My mom is not an aggressive or physical person. But during that time, she would get very agitated. Because you don't feel good. You're not comfortable. You're out of whack and you know it. That's the other thing. When you have an awareness, when you know something is wrong and something's not right, but you just can't 
fix it or figure out what it is, that in itself can eat away at you. Mm. So getting in that master's program and being able to sit with other doctors who are my teachers and we would talk about our real life instances, I was providing great resources, things that I didn't have access to because I navigated through the DMH on my own with my mom for the first couple of years mm-hmm. because mental health really wasn't a big thing back then either. It's just coming to the forefront in these last, what, five or so years. Right. So imagine how it was in 2008 mm-hmm. when all we had was county USC outpatient you know psych ER there was no outpatient actually it was just a psych you know the ER you have to right. go every 30 days get your med refills unless you had a doctor and you know right. mental health is that pink elephant that a lot of people regardless of the culture don't want to talk about they don't want to speak that it exists they You're think right. that it's something wrong but to me it's life because everybody deals with trauma different Everybody internalizes different. Everybody has their has their own experience with certain things. And right. we're taught to suppress a lot of shit and just, you know, be tough. Boy, you know, men don't cry. Women carry it, play every role. Mm-hmm. But we forget that we're all still human. Human, right, right. And you you, know, got, you gotta some... have some type of release, though. You know what I mean? You exactly. have to have some type of release, because if not, then that joint gonna keep... Uh, that joint will keep snowballing on you. Boom, boom, boom. Bam. It's going to blow up. Okay? Yeah. So. And that's what, that's really what that program taught me was that I was doing everything that I could do. That at some point, my mom had to become accountable for some of her things, like going to group, taking her medication. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? I, Wait, let me say this real quick, not to cut you off. When it comes to, you know, a person, if you're trying to help somebody to get healthy, you know what I mean? You can't want it more than them. You know what I mean, it becomes a point where, you know, your health, you start dragging somebody. You don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it comes a point, And I, that's how, you know, I had to get to that point myself to where it's like, yo, like, how bad do you, you really want this? Another person can't want it more than you want it for your health. Yeah. But the one, and the one thing I can say that's tough in the sense of mental health is when someone is physically disabled, you know what it is. Your arm is broken. Your leg is broken. Mm. You know you can't use this. You know mm. you can't use this. Right. When you're dealing with mental health, you don't know what it is. Mm. They could wake up and be fine, and then all of a sudden, the sky's not bright enough outside. They just mm. saw something that triggered a memory or, you know, whatever. The meds, the side effect of the meds just came on, which is fogginess, and they can't figure out what they need to do for the day, or they got stuff to do, but they can't get up because they're so confused. And, you know, I have a lot of clients who, when I used to work in social services, the biggest thing was getting adjusted to meds. It takes such a toll on your body, which is why, and a lot of people don't know this, but bipolar is a mood disorder. Any mood disorder, you are not supposed to diagnose anyone under the age of 19 with a mood disorder. Mm-hmm. Reason being is because it can be a chemical imbalance, and a lot of people go through puberty, as we know, and that mm-hmm. is an imbalance. Kids come out of it. So that's why anyone under the age of 18, mood disorders, you cannot. Now, there are certain disorders you can, but then there's certain criteria like that you know off top, like, hey, yeah, okay. this is, you know, it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, life. You know, they say life is a mood. Right. So let me ask you this. As far as like, okay, you, you, you help your mom and things like that. Um, as far as like what you're doing, was 
as far as the CBD was at, did you infuse that as far as like helping your mom out? Um, with some things she was going through? Um, initially, I was more into the cannabis side with my mom when I first started. Okay. So, but then even with that, sometimes, especially when you're taking meds and as a person's chemi- chemi- chemicals balance and imbalance, the side effects sometimes the weed can be paranoia and it gets extreme. And she didn't really like it. How I got into it was I, um, a good friend of mine, shout out to my girl Susie Johnson, who's also my business shout partner. Shout out to Susie Johnson right now, wherever you at. She's also my business partner for Two Brown Girls. But we sat down and okay. she's in the healthcare field also. And she gave me the recipe to create the bomb. And we just, I just started playing with it, but I already knew what the healing properties of CBD and, you know, THC actually was. And so I started creating it and it was something that I started using. But of course, you can't, I didn't want to be my own best advocate. So I have a lot of people around me because of, you know, I used to play basketball and some of my elderly family, they had just small things, aches and pains. And I've done my research. I have the books and I started putting it out there. Okay. And I would talk to people, and it was instantaneous, like sitting right here, talk to them, and I tell them, you know, hey, and I'm like, here, try rub it on, and within minutes, the stiffness, the achiness, you know, certain things that they were dealing with were um, subsiding. Mm-hmm. Understanding that CBD is actually great for inflammation, great for swelling, it's good for mood, depression, insomnia. So when I got more into just the pain bomb and I actually started doing, you know, playing more with the raw actual C B D. And that looked powerful, actually, right? Well, hold up, hold bring that back on camera now. That looked powerful. What is that? This oh. is actually raw C B D oil. Oh my God. Don't drink that, y'all. Don't drink that. You actually can. You Don't actually, do it though. <laughs> you actually can. I yeah. actually um, okay. sell it in a bottle like this. You take about a drop or two every night because it's great for sleep and insomnia. Now a drop. Now don't don't take it to the head. No. 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 Okay. No. So right. I would say like that much. Because you know my followers, this is gangster holistic, so they are kind of gangster. They might treat yeah. it like a forty ounce. So you got to mm-hmm. let them know. That's fine. They gonna be sleep for forty ounces. <laughs> <laughs> he said y'all gonna be knocked out. But no, I do. I actually do CBD and THC infused edibles and just CBD because it's really good for sleep. Okay. So it's not the, the misconception that a lot of people had in the beginning was that CBD was getting you high like THC or marijuana. And it doesn't have the same psychoactive properties. It does okay. have the same properties as far as the relaxation of the body, that calming effect, but it's not going to have the psychoactive properties that we have with regards to the head high. You know what I'm saying? It's very more, much more calming, much more relaxing. And it's, it's great for sleep. My mom, I've watched my mom be on meds for 12 years, but I've also watched her be able to get off the meds and get back to natural sleep. And then the last couple of months she's been doing, you know, because she can't just stop taking the The medication. She, you know, goes to her doctor, talks to her doctor. They lessen her dose. At one point, she was taking between 500 and 800 milligrams of Seroquel to sleep at night, Mm -hmm. which if anybody knows, that's a pretty large amount. And in the morning, you're really groggy and it's really hard to just get up and get your day going. Mm -hmm. 
And she slowly started to just titrate herself down to the minimal okay. amount. And she's also taking this. You know, she and she's going back to a lot of her natural vitamins. So she's going, you know, her melatonin. She's getting back into her daily vitamins because she's also grown to understand that with menopause, it's a, you know, it's a depletion of vitamins and things that we naturally make. Produce, right. You know, throughout our life. But as you get older, the body changes, you know, and there's certain things that we are already deficient in. So food changes. So that means the nutrients that we're getting in the foods that we eat are changing. Right. The air is changing. You know what I mean? So we have to be a lot more proactive in what we put in our body. And that's not just with the foods we eat. That's with the way that we think. Mm. That's with the way that we speak. We can't speak lack and we can't speak an unhealthy life and then expect to receive a healthy life. That's real. It, it doesn't work because the universe doesn't understand what we mean. The universe only under, only knows what we say. Mm. And that's why I tell people etymology is really important because there's a true energy to the words that we speak. If you don't believe me, ask a man who who is a middle-class man, but always talking about how he feels broke. Man meaning man or woman. They always have that that vocabulary of being broke, not having, needing this, needing that. But you can walk up to a man on the street who's poor and has nothing but speaks nothing but life and will never feel broke. Mm -hmm. Because it's about the way they speak. It's the perception. I tell people all the time, you change your perception, you change your life. Because it's really what you think. And I think a lot of times we want a lot of things, but we don't feel like we deserve it for whatever reason, whether it's mistakes we've made, choices we've made, things we did or didn't do. And at some point, if he's waking us up every day and giving us another chance, we're deserving. Period. And that's what we have to start doing. We have to start speaking life over our lives. We're good at pumping everybody else. We can be the next man's hype man, but then we don't hype ourselves. Mm. Right. We do a lot of uh, a lot of talk that is demeaning. Save yourself. And, yeah. Save we, yourself. Yeah, we do a lot of, like they say on the, what's the airplane. first thing yeah. they say on the airplane? <laughs> when you on the plane, put your mask on first. Put your head between your legs. And then help the next person. They don't say put the next person's mask on and then put your mask on. Right. You know, it doesn't work. So I think people have to understand that as much as you invest in others, you have to invest in yourself. But you have to know that you're worthy of the investment. Because you can't go up and get a business and you don't think that your business is worth the money. I couldn't walk up to you and say, hey, I got this great business. I don't know if it's going to really work, but I think it will be great. And I think it's something you should be invested in. And I'm asking you for a hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna look at me like you think your business is good enough for a hundred thousand dollars. You gotta walk, walk there. You gotta you, kick the doors open like you know yeah. your shit is the shit. Yeah, you have yeah. to speak it into existence before. Like you know, if Mike does this, I do this. I can do this. This is you have to speak with an intention that is true to what it is that you really want. Mhm. Mhm. That's real. So, so like you were saying. The universe pays attention to that energy, right? A lot of times we one foot in and one foot out on situations, okay? When we, boom, we jump 10 toes and everything. And I, you know, I, I'm not, this, this shit may sound cliche. It really may sound 
Like I'm saying some cliche stuff, but it's it's really it's the truth. And I'm speaking from experience. Um, when you set your mind to something, like you know what, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have this tunnel vision. I'm gonna sit down, whatever it is. You know what I mean? When you dedicate and you make up your mind that that's the way that you're going, then things just start to happen for for you. Things things start to just kind of show up in you know in your life, kind of help you out and assist you. So. You definitely have to be 150%, you know, that, and that's, that's real. I, I used to, uh, I used to be a salesman. So when I get on the phone and I sell, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming through there. Like, I, I, I listen, <laughs> you need this. I don't need to sell this. You need this. You know what right. I mean? But you do, you have to carry a certain type of confidence about yourself because people and that, see that. And that's the thing with me is because I'm, so personable, I yeah. can't sell you something that I haven't tried or that mm. I don't use that I know doesn't work. Mm. Like I'm not like the actual process that I do. I actually extract and do everything here to pull that oil from the actual flower, and I use everything organic. So it's not like I'm going out and buying some oil and then saying, "Okay, I'm about to." Right. I right. make everything. So here. wait, stop the press, stop right now. So I don't know if y'all people out there really heard what this sister just said, okay? She not going on the internet to high times, buying some CBD, getting it shipped to her, putting it in a bottle and sending it to you. She like breaking it down, she picking it, she press, I don't know how you press it, but she press it, <laughs> she pressing it, she getting that oil out. I mean, it's just, you know, that's just, you know what, that's just like when you eat a home-cooked meal. You know, you go out, you eat that stuff that's just, you know, it's processed, it's real quick, it's stowed together, but then you have that meal that you didn't let just simmer, you know what I mean, in that crock pot, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's perfect. So, only yeah. thing I Only thing I can't take credit for is, you know, I don't make tricks. I okay. don't make rice crispy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Them but, hands make it. Them hands, yeah, right? But Hello. the butter, I make the butter. <laughs> there you go. I make the butter and I use both CBD and THC to infuse in my treats. So you're definitely going to sleep well. Wow. You're going to be nice and right. Wow. This ain't just a 420 thing. So, so wait, if you, if you go to sleep off that THC butter, okay, um, are you going to wake up in a timely manner or is it going to knock you out for So for, it's not just me. So Talk it's not me. just THC butter. It's the CBD butter and the THC butter. Oh. So what I always do is I don't just be like, yeah, here you go. I'm like, hey, I ask, so what is your level of edible? Are you a, are you a, you know, are you a rookie? Oh. Are you a, you know, connoisseur? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I'm like, hey, take this bottom piece. You know, if you good, take a half of that. And I, I tell them microdose because it's different for everyone. Some people have, some people have a high tolerance. And I tell right. them, wait like 45 minutes, let it kick in and see. If you feel cool, boom, eat another piece. But don't just be like, oh, y'all about to go in. And then 45 minutes later, you you know, or, you know, 12 hours later, you wake up like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> but it will definitely be. An enjoyable, enjoyable time. Okay. <laughs> on this here ride. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like wait, wait, wait. It's like when back in the day when your mom and your daddy used to say, "We going for a ride," 
and they get in the car just to put you to sleep. We just they just be rolling, right? It's gonna be one of them sleeps. Very enjoyable. But your mama and your daddy ain't gonna pick your ass up and put you in the bed. You're gonna have to do that on your own. Mm, after you write that slobber off the side of the seat. <laughs> Intense, intense. So tell us more yeah. about the, uh, what is it, Two Brown Girls? So yes, Two Brown Girls. It's whoop, me whoop. and my girl, Susie Johnson. That's going to be our CBD line with our pain uh, bomb, pain relief bombs. And we're also going to, once this whole stay at home order is done, we'll be starting, we'll start doing events out and they'll all be infused to okay. have a CBD hemp-like atmosphere. Oh, okay. And you'll also get some knowledge and education and, of course, product and just a great environment to network and talk about healthy living, whether it's mental health tips, a workshop on coping skills, dealing with anxiety, you know, understanding that your health is your true wealth. Right. So so um, real quick, because, you know, they just made marijuana legal. OK, it's, it hasn't been legal for too long now. Um yeah. They so, just made it legal for us. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Well, <laughs> okay. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> so, what if it's somebody out there that, you know, they may have an older person that's, uh, you know, they may be sick or have some type of ailment and CBD may be able to help them. But what if the old school people are stuck on, that's them damn weeds. How can somebody, how can somebody get them to kind of ease up on that thinking and get them to, to, to you know, look at it more as a medicinal thing versus... You're going to get high today. Um, <laughs> tell them, call me. No. <laughs> I mean, the best way is just to really educate yourself. Don't just go off of what somebody else says. I'm, uh, I'm very informative. So if you have questions or you want to know something, you can always contact me. I mean, you can look up anything if you Google it. And I know people are leery about it. I mean, first thing I'm going to always say is if you see a physician, always consult your physician first, because that is what I am not. Right. However, you know, CBD is a force to be reckoned with that mm. people have known about for a long time. But of That's course, right. the money is in the pharmaceuticals and CBD can actually heal people in a way to where there's no need for pharmaceuticals. Right. right. And the biggest one is painkillers. Right. Right. Opioids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you educate yourself, that's the best thing because I couldn't I couldn't help my mom if I didn't educate myself. I could either listen to what everybody else was telling me, but then I could go by what I'm saying and I'm like, yeah, that's not matching up. That's not there's gotta be more to it than just what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. So I tell anybody, do your research. If you really care about that person or you know, whoever it is, do the research to find out what's the best thing for them. Because I'm not going to say CBD is the end-all, be-all, but it's something that people should definitely start looking into because, one, it is natural. Before these meds came here, there was a plant that healed everything. There was a plant for everything. Right. Your body is meant to heal itself if you put the right things in it. We got to start putting the right things in it. Now, <clears throat> before we get on out of here, first things first, what's your mama last name? My mama's last name is Burns. Burns? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miss Burns for making all them changes. Miss <laughs> Burns, all right. Yes. 
It's been a yes, long, yes, yes, long yes, time yes. coming. It's this ups and downs, but you know what? You just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, so before, I, for one, I want you to give a good word of advice to the people out there. Maybe it's somebody that was in the same position as you. You were kind of young when you were taking care of your mom. It may be some people out there, some youngsters out there that have to, you know, look over grandma, grandpa, or maybe their mother, their father, and they still got a life that they have to live themselves. What is a word of encouragement that you could give them to kind of just keep pressing on and keep their head up? Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm, that's a good one. That's my first one. The second one is um, I'm always a firm believer that he's never going to give you more than you can bear. Mm, There's okay. always a lesson in this some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to be a little bit selfish because you can't save everyone else and not save yourself first. And if you're someone that your family depends on, then your health and well-being in all actuality is just as important as theirs because if you're not around, there's no one to take care of them. Bingo. Bingo. All right. You know, the last thing is, you know, namaste. It's something I live by. I see the divine in you, which means that we all have greatness within us. It's just a matter of tapping into it and believing that you're worthy and we are all worthy. That's right. So abundance is always within us. It's always ever flowing. We don't create abundance. We create the limitations. Now tell the people real quick where they can get uh, in touch with you for this CBD, all of these products, um, Instagram, wherever they got to find you. Because if you don't, we just going to hunt you down and find you anyway. Well, I have two Instagrams. My first one is Amazing Beauty. That's A-M-A-Z-I-N-G-B-E-A-U-T-E-E. -E. My second Instagram is Beautiful Mind Coach. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L-M-I-N-D-C-O-A-C-H. Okay. Um, you can catch me on both of my social medias. You can also email me at it's me, Coach D, I T S M E C O A C H D at Gmail. I'm very accessible. Um, and my website, a beautiful, beautiful mind coach. That's my website. I have a blog. You can actually contact me through there, read more about my services. And, you know, I'm here. I'm human. We're all human, but I'm here. So whether you need an ear, you know, access to resources or just need to be pointing in the right direction, please reach out because I was ha I was blessed enough to have people that reached out towards me to help guide me. So it is my duty and my honor to do the same thing. All right, all right, all right. So there you guys have it. Queen, uh, amazing beauty, what more can I say? The CBD expert right here. Y'all get that CBD. Just just rub it all over your damn body, okay? <laughs> you can. You can. Be nice and shiny. <laughs> all right, well, listen. This was a great show. And, yo, everybody, go to Amazon. You want to get that book, Gangsta Holistic versus Volume 1. By your boy, Jay Allen. It's funny. It's, you never seen health and wellness done like that. All right? I got mine. There you go. Catch us on YouTube. Peace and love, y'all. We out.